Hi everyone, welcome to the AI of Mankind show, where I share anything interesting about mankind. I'm your host for this season. My name is Andrew Liu. I've worked across four continents and 12 international cities. Also, I've worked in tech startups across a range of roles from selling products, making customer happy, figuring out fundraising, making finance tick, building teams, and developing sticky products. Apart from building startups, I've also worked in Fortune 500 companies as a chief data scientist or technologist or people leader. You can call me jack of all trades or master of learning. I hope to make this podcast show a great learning experience for us. In each season, there is a series of interesting things where I invite guests to share their views about their life and interests. Now let the show begin. Welcome back, dear listeners, to the next exciting chapter of our podcast journey with Magda Enya. In part three, we explore the essential tips for aspiring HR leaders, delving into the importance of a data-driven mindset, resilience, and continuous learning in the ever-evolving field of HR. If you missed that episode, I highly recommend going back to catch up on those valuable insights. Now, as we transition into part four, get ready to dive even deeper into the world of HR leadership with Magda. This episode promises to uncover the secrets to boosting productivity and making data-driven decisions. Magda will share invaluable advice for mid-career professionals and fresh graduates entering the HR field, providing practical wisdom and guidance. We'll explore the future of HR and discuss the skills needed to succeed in this dynamic industry. From embracing a data-driven mindset to fostering resilience and continuous learning, Magda's insights will empower you to thrive in the ever-changing HR landscape. This episode is packed with actionable strategies and a glimpse into the exciting possibilities that lie ahead. So, don't miss out on this enlightening conversation that will unlock the keys to becoming a successful HR leader. Tune in now and embark on a transformative journey with Magda Anyat. Prepare to gain valuable insights that will shape your career and drive meaningful change in your organization. Now, let's come to the next interesting question for people who want to do a big career change or people who are fresh graduate. What is your tips for them to be an HR leader into the future? For people who are mid-career right now. Who wants to do a mid-career switch into HR. Or people who are fresh graduate who wants to go into HR. Okay. Do you want to think along the future of HR in the future of work? I think for me, one of the things that everybody who wants to get into HR, whether mid-career or young graduate, is to really remember that HR is not a place where there is no, there are no numbers. Okay. So if people are trying to avoid mathematics and then trying to join <laughs> human resources, I think they should uh, cast that uh, view aside because it's not the case anymore. It is quite, it is driven by data uh, as we were discussing earlier and then making sense out of it. So it's a combination of a science and an art in human resources where you do need to be capable of understanding the data, the business, how do we make money in the business. And then apply it into the HR processes to handle employees with care, with 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 humility, but also with the as a career advisor, looking into future. And, and so I think that's the one advice that I will give that data-driven mindset is very important. HR uh, field uh, they want to get into. Okay, so that's one. The second I would say is that um, in HR we need to be very, we need to remain optimistic because there are 
many things coming. We come across number of things which are not very positive. We have to handle crisis. We have to handle difficult situation. It's very important to be positive because if you become negative as a HR person because so many negative things are going on or we have to handle all these difficult situations, then it can take a toll on our mental health. And, and for me, really, resilience level has to be high in a HR person. The positivity has to be there. Otherwise, it can be a painful job. I can tell you that. It's also sometimes, I would not say it's a thankless job because I find in SOCGEN, our business partners are very appreciative of human resources. And we really work as true partners together whenever we have issues to manage, etc. There's no blame storming. We will try to work together. But for me, the knowledge has to be there in the people who are trying to move into HR. Learning about what human resources is, it's not like you just learn on the job. There are some concepts which are there. It is also, in a way, technical field because when you have to work into compensation, international mobility, even psychology of human behavior, it is something which is a technical field. So there needs to be some education that people need to do. They can learn. There's nothing which is you cannot learn, huh? but you can learn about it, but you don't need to invest some time in it, understand about it, read about it. There are so many things which are available on the net. Have Do, do your due diligence before getting into the field. Don't think that HR anybody can do. You also need to put in some efforts to understand the variety of things that HR professionals do in a day-to-day -day life. Recruitment is also an art, but also a science. So ER, if you are handling employee relations, you have to understand the labor laws of that particular country. So there's still many things that you need to learn and continuously learn. So it's a continuous learning, I would say, for human resource professionals to either switch career or to start the career in human resources. And the last thing what I want to say is that you have to be curious. If you are not curious, if you do not want to know what's going on, what new things are happening, I think then you stunt your growth and you become just a BAU person. Whereas human resources for me is something which is a ever-developing field. Yeah. Wow, these are great five tips. So let me summarize for the audience. Number one is to have a data-driven mindset. Number two, having a very good sense of optimism. Number three, having a sense of resilience. Number four is keep learning, bringing up new HR knowledge, various fields from compensation, psychology, recruitment, even law. And the fifth one is to be curious, like a curious cat. Wow, this is great advice. I hope that the audience out there are paying attention to this. Anyway, we're transcribing it so they will remember it. Nine. Another interesting question about you, for the audience. We know that you write four books. So yeah. what is your favorite book that you have read before and you like to share with the audience? For me, actually, I read all kinds of books, but my favorite one is by all the novels of Agatha Christie. I'm a big fan of uh, thrillers and murder mysteries. And really, I, I would tell you why I like Agatha Christie so much. Because every time I read her books, and I must have read each of her books, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 times. Why? Because every time I read it, she's the Miss Marple of Hercule Poirot. There is human psychology involved in it. And, and when you read the, the dialogues which are there, the way the story moves, the motives behind things, it is really an eye-opener about behavior. 
So for me, these are my all-time favorite. I can still read them. I have the entire collection on Kindle as well as in hard copy at my home. I find that some of these writers who have been who have been there, even though she was writing in 1930s, 40s and all, it's still relevant. We still see glimpses of those behaviors now. It's timeless. So I don't have any other non-fiction book for you, but Agatha Christie still remains my best one. Okay, so Agatha Christie's books. Well, it's uh, very amazing that uh, you still find refreshing to read. For me, I think I also like to read uh, non-fiction books. Uh, a bit more like the historical kind in ancient Chinese romance mm-hmm. of the tree, the, the monkey king. Huh? Uh, so those are the things that I read a couple of times because they give me some interesting different passages every time I read them. It's almost like the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming to the next interesting question that I to ask here is, what is the uh, number one software application that you use on a daily basis and why? Okay, I use... I use this is a communication coach uh, that we that we got into our portfolio of learning platforms a few years ago. It's called Greek G W E K. You record your two minutes, three minutes, and then it analyzes based on it's like communication coaching, but without a person in front of you, so you can do it anywhere. I can tell you, it has really helped me over the years. So every time when I have a free time, I will actually record my voice. It's on certain topics and then it analyzes. And then I continue working on the improvement areas which are thrown up by the app. And it has really helped me in public speaking. And even in presentations, even in uh, meetings which are there. So this is something which is there on my on my phone and I use it uh, all the time. The other ones that I'm using... In terms of, so it's not a software, it's an app, so which I'm using for my professional development. Otherwise, in terms of software, there are multiple things that we use at work. And I use, for example, I use Mural for collaborative spaces when we have some workshops which are going on. Otherwise, mostly the apps, yeah. Well, okay, so definitely, even I will want to check it out, this app called the communication coach application. Oh, I think we are coming to the end of the podcast. Is there anything that you would like to ask from the audience or from the universe that you have given us so much? Okay, I would like to ask the universe is how can people be kind and humble even if they have achieved success? And I would like to ask the universe why some people are not able to do it. What I believe as a human resource professional and what I've seen in my career in different industries, different countries is that a lot of issues, unnecessary issues come because people sometimes are not kind or they are very arrogant. And what I feel is that if these two qualities, these two traits are there, then life can become much better. So I know it's quite from what we have been talking, but I do feel that kindness and humility are quite important for anybody to succeed in any role or in life generally. And I would really like to ask the universe for everybody to be kind and humble. Well, that's a very noble ask. I really thank you for asking the universe. And I also hope that the universe will answer you back or anybody of us back. I also sincerely believe that kindness is higher prevailing order for living 
overreaches and even I don't have a kid, but I always tell that to my nephews, hey, give her a try beating grades, kindness, let's choose kindness. Yeah. So thank you so much for this. We have come to the end and I'll do a bit of further editing. Then I'll share it with the public. Hi everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We have come to the end of part four with Magda Anya and this is the end of the podcast series with Magda Anya. Hi guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon. Thank you.